Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's morphin' time! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, episode 176, Ranger Nation Spotlight, Nightmare, and the Power Scoop, seven years later, recorded on March 2nd, 2021. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four Eyed Radio Network. Sign the Ranger up with your host. I'm Eric, also known as Trekkie B47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Chris P., Steve F., AJW, Tyler W., Tyler B., Tyler D., Eric D., Leland D., Jacob P., Steve M., Liz M., Craig M., Mason M., Hassan A., Bo H., Raheem Y., Josh P., Derek G., and Teresa B. for supporting us this month. You can also check out all of our links to listen to us at linktr.ee slash rangercommandph, as well as our Amazon affiliate store at amazon.com slash shop slash rangercommandph. All of those help support the show. Hey! Hello! Hello! (laughs) We have a friend of the show back with us to talk more about Power Rangers and to do another Ranger Nation spotlight, because I guess not too many people (laughs) that are new know what's up with Mir and the Power Scoop. Hey, Mir. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Good, yeah. Really glad to have you back. You haven't been on the show in a few years, and the first Ranger Nation spotlight we did was like episode 15 of the show, like in our first year. Yeah, I completely forgot how far back that was. Yeah, it was a while ago, and that was just me and you on there talking about it. So it's good to have you back. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So before we dive into asking some questions, we do have some news that happened within the past week since we last recorded. So first off, (laughs) (laughs) like how we're already preemptively laughing. (laughs) We've got Power Rangers Live. The uh, website is online at PowerRangersLive.com. Now, this was something that was teased, what, like in the last couple years? Yeah. We knew of it-ish in the works. I want to say, I remember hearing about it back during like... Ninja Steel. Yeah. It was like the 25th anniversary type thing. Yeah. Like this was yeah. part of their big 25th anniversary celebration push mm-hmm. where they're like, we're going to do live stuff live in theaters and on stages. Yeah, because the the description still says 25, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. (laughs) I think that was like right before the transition to Hasbro. So all of us thought that this was dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, we we thought this was dead, done, it was over, got lost in the shuffle between the transition between Hasbro and Saban, and then because of COVID. So I forgot who found it first. I don't know if it was Sentai 5 or, or someone else. But yeah, PowerRangersLive.com is open. 
Coming this year to a theater near you, live on stage across the U.S. So I think it might be like one of those Fathom event type things where they simulcast it, maybe the stage show and to select theaters. Oh, I don't know. That makes the most sense to me now because I was thinking with COVID still obviously being a thing, there was no way they'd be able to get people, I feel, to go to an actual theater for it. But maybe if they recorded it and you sold tickets to certain dates mm-hmm. to like view online or something. Yeah, I, I think that I think that might be it too. Because I've seen that a bunch, like with those Fathom events. Like they'll do some live stage show or something and just broadcast it in theaters for like a limited engagement, like one or two days or something. And it looks like they have pictures of the actual like props and costumes and things that they're doing. So I'm wondering if this is going to be like a pre-recorded thing that they just shuffle off to theaters for like a limited run. I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think the live is actually live um, it's more like live because we're doing it like yeah, <laughs> as like a live, live like thing live on a stage at some point in time yeah like- <laughs> <laughs> but this is terrible it's so bad. oh my god it is it's horrifying it's, it's like so actually bad. horrifying it's bad so first they have they have a description so about the show what happens when you take an iconic franchise that continues to excite and engage fans after more than 25 years and catapult its heroic characters onto the stage you get the groundbreaking completely brand new theatrical production Power Rangers Live an action packed stunt show featuring the full spectrum of rangers training to become heroes at the elite intergalactic school the Power Rangers Academy. Audiences will be transported to a world where innovative interactive elements will have them taking part in the battle against evil as they learn the Ranger ways of teamwork and inclusivity. It's a heart-pounding production with humor, action, and heroics as children and adults alike experience Power Rangers like never before. And hopefully never again. Or if you live in... (laughs) Did you say never again? I said and hopefully never again. Or in, unless you're a child living in Japan who has access to really well done stage <laughs> <Yeah>. shows. <laughs> I like to imagine somewhere there was a boardroom executive was like, now, wait a minute. If they do this in Japan, we can do this in America. It shouldn't be that hard. And then they looked at the end result and went, F- <laughs> <laughs> Okay. They have an image it's of. Like, oh, the- it's like the show nailed it. But for like a live Power Rangers, (laughs) (laughs) like this Uh, is the bad cake. This is just a really bad cake. Oh man. Okay, I'm looking at some of these costumes, and you want to know what I noticed just now? Which part? Dino Charge Purple has the top dome helmet of like the Graphite Ranger. Am I looking at that wrong? Oh dear. Let me look at it. Ooh, let me look closer. Let me open the link and look. Like, am I seeing things? I don't think you're wrong. That is weird. That's like the Packy helmet, right? Like on top? Kind of. I just think it's a really bad dino charge. (laughs) Yeah, like, I mean, look at the helmet. (laughs) Look at. at, They're so bad. Look at Beast Morphers Yellow's helmet. Like. Hello. <laughs> I am a rabbit. <laughs> look at the 
Mighty Morphin See, Red Helmet. Like, what? Okay, I know the Mighty Morphin Red Helmet is bad, but now I look at it, the T-Rex has a serious underbite. <laughs> yeah, it's like no. a derpy T-Rex. <laughs> See, at least with Dino Charge Blue, you don't even see the whole thing, so you can kind of get a pass with that one. Yeah. I just want to know what's terrible. up with, like, the fishnet stockings on Beast Morphers yellow and gold. Yeah, that was the first thing I noticed when I looked at it this morning. I mean, it's to be terrible. fair, I think that might be because you can't move around in leather, <laughs> but then also that doesn't explain Just have black fabric. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like that was just a, this whole thing clearly wasn't thought out very well. <laughs> Seems like someone's grandma went to like Joanne Fabrics and like made a couple like Power Ranger suits for them. Oof. And was like, here, go, go <laughs> put on the show. This is rough. <laughs> There's oh, also a picture lower on the page with Lord Zed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. If you right-click on it and open image and new tab, you'll get the bigger version of it. Oh, Lord. It looks terrible. Yikes. I get it. It's a stage show. I know you have to have, like, movement and all of that, but at least get the mask right. <laughs> He's got, like, a this big pig nose. I mean, none of this makes sense. Like, absolutely no. none of it no. makes sense. Wait, let me open the, the main one. Yeah. It's just so bad. Oh my god. Yeah, the fishnet. I don't get it. And like for Beast Morphers Gold, it looks even worse because it looks like his crotch is flaking <laughs> off. Right? <laughs> it looks like something took like a blowtorch to his crotch and it burned away the leather. <laughs> oh my I, just, god. I don't know. This is bad. Just like it looks like those, it looks like those derpy, like old uh, Halloween costume patterns. Yeah, that yeah. like grandmas used to make. I'm I'm serious. I keep going back to that because it's just that's what it looks no. I got like. you because when I first saw the Red Rangers helmet, I was thinking of like those old pictures that you could see of people who try to make their own costumes and they use like motorcycle helmets back or whatever. Day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and paper mache and stuff like that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So there's there's very limited information on this page aside from what we told you. You do have a be first to know when tickets go on sale. Like you can submit your name and email and zip code. But they also have a video that's, I guess, password protected because clearly this wasn't meant to go live today. But the logo for it, it shows the Power Rangers Academy that they're talking about. And I'm wondering if that's anything like Sky High. Does anybody know what that is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know what Sky <laughs> High is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. In that case, just give us Sky High. Yeah, for real. <laughs> well, I think we wasted enough time on this. I, I have no idea it's what the hell is going on with this. It's definitely one of the more odd things we've seen in the fandom for a while. Yeah, for sure. Just, I can't get over some of those helmets. It's like I saw somewhere I need to find it so I can scan it to throw in the like page for when we release this episode. I have a picture of me getting my face painted by a red ranger at a birthday party when I was a kid. And I swear it's the exact same costume. The, the <laughs> helmet that looks like a motorcycle helmet. It's, it's all the same thing. It's all the same. Yeah. So in, I guess, better news for people, <laughs> Power Rangers Battle for the Grid 
has opened their content creator program. They tweeted earlier today. I was actually informed about this yesterday from my contact over at Enway that they would be doing this because we were like one of the OG like content creators to sign up with them after the last Power Morphicon. Yeah. And it's led to some great interviews that we've done on past shows and they're opening it up to more people. So Alpha, find us content creators with attitude, introducing our new Power Rangers Battle for the Grid content creator program for YouTubers, Twitch streamers, and Rangers making cool content. And we'll have the link to that in our show notes. But essentially, they are accepting applications on a rolling basis. And they even mention whether you're a Twitch streamer, YouTuber, or podcaster, our content creator program Ranger team could use you. There's no deadline, and they're going to review the first round of applications and reaching out to creators towards the end of this month of March. You'll have access to Battle for the Grid game codes for PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and Steam, and DLC such as season passes and individual characters, early previews of upcoming content, access to the creator kit, which includes library of videos, screenshots, character art, as well as patch notes and character info. And then they also mention swag. Mm. Swag force. Um, <laughs> but they also have like a creator values thing, which just say, you know, don't cheat. Everyone can be a ranger, you know, don't promote intolerance. Right, you know, right. don't be an a-hole. What do you guys think about them opening this program up? I'm excited just because it seems like obviously the game is is not dead, and I hope they continue to roll out new seasons. Yeah, I have it for my PlayStation. I've been enjoying it. I don't have all the DLC. I still have a few packs to get, but this is cool. I I like when game companies do this kind of thing when they recognize, oh, hey, we have fans that, you know, are helping to promote our product in this kind of way. So they want to do something to kind of give back to them for helping out. My question is, are we uh, applying for this? No, we're already a part of it. Oh, fantastic. Then awesome. Yeah, because that's how we got all the interviews and stuff. Wunderbar. Like I said in in the first. Well, I'll just read this. They just said, hey, we'll be announcing a new content creator program tomorrow. We're accepting applications for new creators, blah, blah. As a creator already working with us, we wanted to give you a heads up as we really appreciate all the hard work you're doing. If you wish to continue to being part of the creator program, we'll need you to agree to our code of conduct and sign the NDA. We'll send more details over as the month progresses and review our first slate of applications for new creators. Before the end of the month, we'll be sending you an NDA if you haven't previously signed one, which we have, and information and an agreement for our code of conduct and expectation of creators. Okay. Yeah. So we've already been a part of this since, like I said, like after the last yeah. Power Morphicon, and we've gone through a few community managers over the past couple of years. So this is essentially just opening up that program to more people. All the press releases that we've gotten and announcements that we've been able to made have been through this content creator program. They're just making it even more official and opening it up to way more people yeah. now. I guess my question was just of whether or not our status carried over. And it's, Oh, it's yeah, good to yeah, hear it that. absolutely it's does. It's good to hear that it does. Because, yeah, I, like I said, I, I enjoy the game. I like talking about the game. If we continue to cover the game and, and 
are considered a part of that creator uh, content creator program, then awesome. I'm all for it. Yeah, absolutely. And only a f- like couple months ago, they gave us a code to give out. Yeah. Like that was the one that we did for Xbox. So yeah, we're, we're a part of this. We're not going anywhere on that. Cool. AP Mir, any, any thoughts on this? I think it's good. They're broadening it. Um, not to say more specifically for Twitch, but lately even through the pandemic, but just in general, I've noticed that's been getting like bigger and bigger with more people using it. Mm-hmm. So I think for that platform to have more people, and I especially notice more people in the fandom using it as well, to have a chance for them to showcase not only their own talents, but to have a different way to do it. So it's not just if you have this site or if you have this podcast or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I, I do like that they mentioned Twitch specifically because it's a platform I'm on now and, and been doing more regularly. And I know a lot more people are, are doing that. And there's already a lot of great p- people on Twitch that are playing this game live. Even Melissa Flores, she played that when she first started doing her Twitch stream. So a lot of buzz that's still around this game I know throughout 2020 and during the pandemic, they were doing those online tournaments. And in the fighting community, this game is getting really huge. Mm-hmm. So it's it's great to see that exposure. I, I hope they keep up with the content because, you know, I, I'd love to see more uh, rangers and villains enter uh, Battle for the Grid. There's um, a YouTuber I, I follow. Uh, who's big in the fighting game community, uh, Maximilian Dude. Yeah. He literally like got the game and started playing it without really knowing too much about Power Rangers as a franchise. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, this game is great. These controls are great. These characters feel great when you're playing them. He's like, I may not be the world's biggest Power Rangers fan, but I'm a fan of this game. And so it's funny to watch his videos where he's trying new characters and he's just like, you know, calling characters by the wrong names or like totally butchering the backstories. <laughs> yeah. It's it's funny to watch. And and so like I always look forward to when they release new content and watching his video on it and being like, oh man, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've noticed that a lot, like with creators like Maximilian Dude. I, I've seen a couple of his streams for it. But that's the thing. It's like if if this is the game that gets like more people to explore these characters and watch the show not that you can on netflix or anywhere else right now but (laughs) (laughs) that's that's a whole other thing but um but no if it gets more people into power rangers like why the hell not you know yeah exactly and honestly like one of these days i swear i'm gonna sit down and learn twitch and and me and you can do like battle for the grid twitch stream fighting and uh, you know Because that's the great thing. Because it is cross-play, I can play on my PlayStation, you can play on your Xbox, and we'll still right. be able to play together. Right. I'm probably going to reach out to them to get like a code or something for my PC, just because it's easier for me to play uh, and stream on my PC. Yeah. And I can still use my Xbox controller, because that's how I play Fortnite when I'm doing Twitch streaming. It would probably be easier to play it on PC. I wonder what it's like on... Is it on Steam, Rep Game Store? Yeah, it's a Steam. That's okay. on Steam. Well, then I know what I'm going to have to do once I get my stimulus check to come in. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, this is kind of a serious topic that yeah. came up on Twitter. So Jackie Marshand, who we've talked about in the past on different Ranger commentaries, she was a great writer for 
my God, so many seasons of Power Rangers and some of the best Disney seasons. She, she was there for a lot of it. And even the early days, uh, she did a quote tweet, which was an article about a woman getting passed for a promotion and not negotiating salary. And this tweet must have like been on her mind because she quote tweeted it. And this is what she had to say. Now, keep in mind, she was a writer on this show for so many years. Like she knew Power Rangers from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And if you go on IMDB or, you know, John Green's site at greenranger.com and just look up Jackie Marshand, you will see a crap ton of what she has done. She's touched so many parts of this franchise. Her body of work is, is incredible. So this was apparently during RPM. So this is what she had to say. Story time. I was lined up to be EP. So that's executive producer of RPM. But when it came time to make the offer, Disney told me they wanted me to team up with someone else and my pay would be split with him. So essentially I'd be taking a big pay cut back to what I was making years ago. I said, come on, pay me like a dollar more a week. Company said no, made the other guy the EP, which we know is Eddie Gazalian, gave him all the money, and I had to work with him despite my 12 years of experience on the show. Got fired a couple months later, broke my heart. And then when Kelson Henderson replied to her and said, love you, Jack, you gave so much to the show and are a great friend. And she said, yeah, when I got demoted, they decided I didn't need to go to New Zealand to work with the cast and crew, but you remained a cherished friend, and that means so much to me. Holy crap. Yeah, you brought this up last night when we were playing Fortnite together, and man, it just sucked the wind out of the sails. That's so disappointing to hear. Yeah, like, it doesn't shock me, especially, like, just, I mean, like, being a woman and being, like up for promotions that you deserve and jobs you deserve and not getting them for no good reason and finding out that like a less qualified man has gotten that job rather than Mm -hmm. you. This does not shock me because it happens literally all the time, but it does still really suck to hear. Yeah. Especially with something that we all, we all, we all love. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of RPM just personally, but even knowing that it happened on a season that so many people loved too. Mm. It's, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, like you said, AP, with, with, you know, the experience, I mean, she said, despite her 12 years of experience, they went with uh, Eddie to be the sole EP and then she had to work for him. No, that's. Yeah. And then Eddie, who famously up the budget enough where he got canned halfway through the season and then Chip Lynn had to step in anyway. Yeah. And Chip Lynn was a contemporary of Jackie Marshan. Mm-hmm. They worked together on many seasons. And so what a slap in the face and what a mistake to Disney that it totally backfired on them, karma-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Eddie drove that show into the ground, I mean, allegedly, with the budget. Whereas if they had just hired Jackie the whole time... She has been working on Power Rangers, like she said, for, you know, over 12 years at that point. She had the experience to properly run a budget, to know what the Mm -hmm. limitations are in Power Rangers and Sentai. And 
my God, a Jackie Marchand RPM season with, you know, God knows how many references and stuff that she could put into that. Yeah. If that was the last season that, you know, everyone now knows, but that was the last Disney season. Oh, I'm just so pissed that we were denied like a Jackie Marchand RPM season, but I'm also mad because she got screwed over and mm-hmm. this probably soured her to the point where, you know, I, I, I seen so many replies like, Oh yeah, I was wrong. You know, maybe Hasbro can do better. no, that ship has sailed. Like, would you want to come back to the franchise that said, screw you? Yeah, I, kind I wouldn't. Of, it's not the exact same thing, but it's like when everything with, I think it was Super Megaforce's big pounders reunion was happening and people were asking David Yost if he would go back and do it. And he was saying no, not after how he was treated, which I understand completely. It's not the exact same situation, but if you've been like really burned on something, you, even if it's a new company, you wouldn't be that like rearing to go back to it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It's just so disappointing that this kind of work environment still exists. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's terrible. It's never gonna go away. I hate to say it, but mm-hmm. it won't. That's the sad thing. It won't go away, and. You know, we're we're still going to have these issues in, you know, work and social issues. And, you know, as, as much as we try to work hard and beat it, you know, then another story like this pops up. And you're like, really? It's highly disappointing. I'm glad that Jackie Marchand, like, still looks fondly on Power Rangers. Like, she's always shared behind-the-scenes stuff recently on, on Twitter. She's, maybe it's it's at that point where she's more, you know, I don't want to speak for her, but more, like, nostalgic for the work she did on, on Power Rangers. And, you know, she has every right to be proud because the content speaks for itself. And her writing and her contribution to Power Rangers will long last any executive that made the decision to fire her but it still sucks when you hear this like i felt terrible for her yeah i mean like i always kind of wondered why she never came back Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and now it all makes sense i don't blame her if that is the case if this did sour her to the franchise i do not blame her at all yeah I don't blame her, but I'm glad that she at least still talks to the fandom <laughs> and she she still like interacts with us and that's great, but at that point I would have been like, no, I'm not I'm not coming back to Power Rangers. Like it that that was a chapter of my life. It ended badly. Whatever. Like I'll move on with my life. So, but man, what what could have been, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Mir Hey. Hey. You're back on the show. <laughs> uh, th- thank you for, for joining us once again. I've missed talking to you. We haven't done like a Ranger Roundtable in, in a while or, or anything like that. Yeah. But what sparked this conversation, I saw some frustration from you on Twitter about people still ask me like as if I don't know what I'm doing. And I've been doing this for such a long time. And it was kind of like, well, a lot of that could be because Ranger Nation, there's still a lot of like young fans coming into this fans that, you know, haven't been around as long as mm-hmm. 
we have. And I kind of want to make this episode like your reintroduction into our listeners and maybe people who don't follow the work that you do to share your side of the news in Ranger Nation. I saw that tweet and I was like, you know what? We haven't had Miron in a while. We need to get her back. And and I was like, you know what? We got Zach and AP. They'll join It'll be all four of us and it'll just be like a nice chat. So just overall, like, how are you doing? (laughs) Well, in general, all things considered with this pandemic, I'm actually doing pretty good. I mean, unfortunately, I was let go from my job um, back uh, at at the end of March. So almost like a year ago now. But recently I did get another job. So thankfully, I'm still getting some sort of employment in that case. Um, But I'm good. No one in my family has gotten COVID, thankfully, and a, good, a lot of people have that I know have gotten vaccinated or have started to be vaccinated. So I have a bit of a small side of relief in that case. I'm just waiting to get mm. vaccinated myself at this point. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, I, I just heard like on the radio that I guess it was one of these other companies that's working with Johnson and Johnson now to fast track more. So that hopefully by the end of May slash June, most of the U.S. at least can be vaccinated. So fingers crossed, because this sucks. Amen (laughs) to that. I'm just so done with the pandemic. Yeah, me too. I'm over it. But I'm glad you're doing well. I'm glad that personal wise, you're doing great. So that's that's a huge sigh of relief. But can you let anyone who doesn't know let people know what the Power Scoop is and, and what it's about. Okay. So the Power Scoop basically is what I view it as an archive of all the behind-the-scenes information I can find anyway of the current seasons and production. So I started with Megaforce, and now I'm all the way up to working on, I think they're shooting the second season of Dino Fury now, so anything I can mm-hmm. find about Dino Fury. Um, but it covers filming locations, anyone who's had like any small or big, whoever you want to describe it, part in Parangers, whether that's just a background extra or a voice actor or someone who like just does voices you'll hear in the background or like the one who goes like Dino Charger Engage. We know that was Campbell Cooley, but someone who's part of that group called the Loop Group and stuff like that, just to, in general, make people remember that while we mm-hmm. do know the main five or six ranger actors and whoever may be voicing the monsters for the season, that there are more people who are making the show that we all love. Yeah. And like for us, it's such a great resource because whenever you report like a new behind the scenes or a new voice cast, you know, we're, we're retweeting that we're doing that too, because it's like no one else is doing that work. Like not a lot of people I think care enough about the behind the scenes. And for someone like me, I'm all about behind the scenes stuff. I love props. I love who's coming back. Where are the filming locations? Cause I think it would be so amazing to just go to New Zealand, like take a trip to New Zealand. And I know other people have done it and like visit power ranger filming locations. And you know, there's not, not too many places where you can find that type of information. And thankfully, the power scoop is the big professional resource <laughs> I for this. Go that far, but thank you. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm serious. the 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 work that you do is, I mean, it's it's professional. The site is clean. It's organized. I have to back Eric up yeah. on that. I mean, 
you know, we've been using the power scoop as a resource on the podcast since its inception, basically. And the information that you put out there is always on point displayed in a nice, clean graphic. You know, you don't clutter up the stories with a bunch of useless information. You get to the point (laughs) of what's, hey, we now know that this role was played by this person and here's their headshot. That's exactly what I want to know. Oh, thank you. And you're giving people the credit they deserve, too. Yeah, exactly. Like a lot of people who would otherwise fly under the radar, and you can't beat that. And that's the thing, Mira. You know, you said, like, background extras or, you know, smaller parts. They're still on Power Rangers. Like, they're still a part of this production, and they still add to the lore and and the show in, in some way. So that's what I like. It's like that respect for everyone who works on the show, no matter what part they play in. And that was kind of fascinating to me, like more recently for Dino Fury that we found out that Josephine Davison is back in Power Rangers after 15 years. She was Morgana in SPD, and now she's voicing Solon in Dino Fury. And you prefaced it. You are like, look, I know the spelling on the credit in the show is different, but I really think it's this actress. I really think it's Josephine Davison and the credits are wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'll retract that. I think that's really good integrity wise. Oh, thank you. See, the thing is, is that I feel like a lot of people go around saying, oh, this person just has this small role or they're just in the background. So they don't matter. So uh, for a few years, it was something I didn't know if I really should post. But then I was thinking, Well, I mean, they have it on their acting resume. It's something that they are being credited for. So other people should know that they have a small part in this, whether or not it's like a huge on-screen presence or anything like that. It's still helping to build the world for that season that we're watching. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Plus, I'm also really nosy. So if it gives a little (laughs) like, like inkling as to what could happen in it, I'm all for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that was something that, you know, I I wanted to ask in more recent years, has your process changed in finding information? And if it hasn't, is it becoming easier or harder to find? Uh, The answer is kind of yes and no. And when I Mm -hmm. say that, I mean, it has changed in the sense of when I first started the Power Scoop, I was trying to cover like everything Power Rangers related. Who was going to what convention or what interview did this ranger have to do on which site? And I would like if it was per season. So like all Mighty Morphin actors who were doing interviews or whatever, I would just compile it into one section. Or if it was for one of the newer seasons, like Dino Charge, let me see if I can find all the interviews that the Dino Charge actors were doing. And it just got to be way too much for me to do. Mm-hmm. And it took up way more time then I wanted to be something like, oh, I, hey, I have this block of time. Because I was in college at the time I first started. But um, I have this block of time to do whatever. Let me see if I can find something. And it ended up being like something I started not cutting my classes for, but I didn't pay as much attention to because I'm thinking, well, this might have happened. This might happen while I was in class. I need to cover this. I need to find that. I need to catch up with all this information. And so mm-hmm. I got burned out pretty quickly. And so over the years, I've changed it to really specifically focusing on behind the scenes stuff. 
Like, mm-hmm. if you look at some of the older posts, if you go, like, way, way back on the <laughs> right. site, you'll see just some of the random things on there, like, who was doing, like, a Twitch gameplay or something. But, yeah, so I switched, switched it up in that case. But in regards to looking for stuff, no, my process hasn't changed. Like, if it was a source I found a long time ago, I would just, like, bookmark it. Or if it the URL changed or whatever, I'll try to find it again and bookmark that and then just mm-hmm. go through my pages there. But basically, all of this has gotten me really, really, really good at knowing how to put into Google what I'm looking for, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I guess that's something I've I've always wanted to know is just because Power Rangers has had, especially in New Zealand, such a continuity with the behind the scenes crew. Because, mm-hmm. you know, some people get stuff from Instagram and, and, and all of that. Right. What is it like just to see, I don't know, maybe like the evolution of, of some of these creators' careers behind the scenes? I'm going to start with um, Alwyn and Becca on this case, because when I first found that they were working on Power Rangers, they were, I think it was on Dino Charge, they are working as interns. So to see them, or writing interns, I'll be more specific. Mm-hmm. So to see them go from just working a few months on the show as an intern all the way up to now being co-producers, like, I didn't think I would ever see anything like that just by looking at what some of the crew members who have been on the show for so long would be able to do. Yeah. Another thing I, I wanted to ask was because of the challenges of the pandemic, has anything been like harder to find? Because I know that they went into a pretty rushed uh, schedule to start filming things. That that was something I was impressed in our review of the first episode was like, I can't believe that, you know, they had a whole pandemic. They were still able to cast and film and get stuff out for a February premiere as if nothing happened. Yeah, I was. It wasn't surprised because for years I've been hearing how many episodes at a time they film, mm-hmm. but. I do have to hand it to them. They are doing a, putting in a lot of good work to get it out on time. Because personally, I thought we weren't going to get the new season until maybe a little further into March, just thinking about how much like casting was pushed back mm-hmm. or when they actually had to start filming because they still had the, to quarantine the cast. And then they had to do the ranger training with all of the stunt choreographers and everything like that. I would just say it's really hard to find filming photos or videos at the moment and that's not to like put the blame on anybody i'm just saying with it being the time during the pandemic mm-hmm. i feel like they're they might be choosing more locations that aren't easily accessible to people so they're not always choosing the same ones that we normally see in every single episode so you sure. don't have a lot of people who are there to capture it which just makes whenever i do find something that more exciting yeah, absolutely. And for the premiere, I saw that you kind of tweeted out the the business park of where they're actually filming uh, the outdoor scenes and stuff. And I don't think that's a location that was ever in Power Rangers before. I mean, that, that building is pretty unique. I don't believe it has either. I think that business park was only built a few years ago, too. Oh, okay. Okay. So that makes sense. Yeah. And about the filming and and the behind the scenes, aren't they being a little bit more restrictive on set too? Kind of. I mean, through 
what I can tell, um, they even have like, from what I heard when um the Beast Morphers cast was finishing up when they were doing some interviews, they were saying they couldn't take a lot of um pictures or videos, but they did it anyway. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, so, it's social media nowadays. You would do anything anyway. Um, so I'm not sure in this case it's the same in regards to the cast and crew. Um, it was just my speculation because I made a thread, Twitter thread about this a little while ago that mm-hmm. people who were watching filming couldn't do it a lot because they have have people trying to make sure everyone who is on set is safe and not being in contact with anyone who could have coronavirus, even though New Zealand is doing an excellent job with restricting mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I said uh, a little while back, it's just, you know, we're we're super thankful to have the Power Scoop as a resource for uh, the fandom and, and Mayor, the work you put into it is just wonderful and, and just thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, I don't want to parrot anything anyone else has said, but I'd just like to like reiterate that and say how thankful I am for all the all the work you put into it and just how professional it is and like you're the best of the best when it comes to that because you don't like to um I mean I hate to say it but some people in the fandom when they find things they like to brag about it and be like hey I found this and look at all this stuff I'm finding and you've never acted like that and just I personally appreciate it yeah Uh, and I'm sure many other people do too because it's like it kind of becomes annoying when someone starts doing that it's like, okay, you found something, like, good for you. Yeah, I've noticed that too, and it becomes like a, ooh, I knew this before everyone else, and I'm just going to hang it over their head. And Mir, you've never done that. It's just like, hey, here's what I found, and if I'm allowed to post it, I'll post it. Yeah. And that's it. Once it's out there, it's out there. But you're not like, I know a secret you don't know. Like, that's... <laughs> I'm just going to, you might have to bleep this, Eric. I'm not sure. sure. But like, you're just not a d- about it. <laughs> <laughs> you're not what we would call like a glory hound. You're not in it for the yeah. glory. You're in it for the betterment of the fandom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, it's very nice to see that when more people are increasingly kind of the opposite. Yeah. I, I do get what you're saying with some other things I've seen with other fandom members, even just like reading it through text, it, it immediately annoys me. But the thing is, is that I, for the longest time, have never been the type of person that ever gloated about myself or tried to make something sound like it's better than it actually is. Because I always felt like mm-hmm. when trying to do that occasionally to like tease something, I felt like I was being really fake about it. So I, I just figured there's no point in doing that. If it's something I feel like I can post that won't spoil too much i'll do that if not i'll just hold on to it until after the episode airs yeah and that's why i appreciate like when the dimensions in danger stuff happened i remember that you had found some pictures that would have really spoiled things for people (laughs) and i appreciate that you know you held on to posting that until the episode had already aired. It's like, oh, hey, cool. Here's a, you know, behind the scenes thing of, you know, seeing all their suits and stuff. Whereas, you know, other people just saw a blurry image and, and ran with it. I think that that reservation can be definitely more respected, at yeah. least for, for me. Yeah. And that's not to say I don't post stuff that is 
a spoiler. Like, basically, mm-hmm. at this point, I feel like you might as well just know if you're going onto my page, you're going to be spoiled about something. But right. I'll tell you, that was one of the hardest things to keep quiet about. Like, when I first saw those pictures, <laughs> I was, like, shaking when I saw it. Oh, my God. Yeah, you did share it with me, and I was just like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, if if this got out, that would be insane. But, you know, it, it, it's like that that reservation to be like, Hey, maybe maybe the fandom can enjoy something for once with it without being spoiled. But, you know, things get out anyway. But that's something I've always, you know, respected from your side of it. It's like no BS. It's like, look, this is going to be a spoiler. It's on my page. You know, I'll put it behind a link. But otherwise, it's like very factual and just like this person played this and they were also on this. And then, you know, as a trivia hound in me, I'm like. Oh, that's, that's neat. You know, I, I didn't realize that. Then I go about my day. I love that you continue doing the work through college, through the last year of BS when everyone's staying at home and through all of this, it's like that consistent, all right, here's the information I know. And I I respect that. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. That was pretty much the whole point of why we wanted you back on Because, like I said, a lot of people may not know your site as a resource or try to do that whole, like, you know, mansplain thing of like, oh, it's actually this. And it's like, really? Like, do you know who you're talking to kind of a thing? (laughs) And it's, it's it's not like an ego thing, but I think anyone doing this type of work for nine, eight, seven years, whatever it is, for a long period of time, there's just like a certain authority there. And I'm not saying that as like an ego thing or anything. It's just like you have the resources, you have the knowledge of the behind the scenes stuff that you double check and triple check and, and verify your sources and actually link back to those sources, which sadly not a lot of people do anymore when they're reporting. Mm hmm. But I think that type of, of respect is earned and, and that you've earned it. That was part of the message, like, you know, AP, when, when you brought it up in your message to her, and I, I don't want to speak for you. So if you want to bring that up. Yeah, it's, um, I don't want to misspeak. So let me pull that up. So I don't want to paraphrase incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Um, like on uh, Twitter a couple days ago, when you're talking about like people who just act like you haven't don't know anything like i had to bring up the whole people tending to be ignorant towards like female fandom members Mm -hmm. because i went on that like little tangent a while ago (laughs) (laughs) about just how people kind of they just kind of gloss over you sometimes and act like you're not really there and don't know as much and it's it's a little disappointing when you put in all that work i mean sorry i don't really know where to go from there but (laughs) That's kind of that's kind of the setup in this situation. It's like, I mean, sometimes being a woman in the fandom is very, uh, it's like a special kind of stressful. Yeah, and the <laughs> thing is, is, I don't think a lot of people know I'm not a guy. But the thing is, is that I'll just say to kind of make it quick. There's a reason why I don't correct people when they do use he, him in reference to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I feel like once people do, they're going to start treating me differently. Or they're, mm. like you're saying, kind of start, like, overlooking me or whatever. Like, just recently, I had someone on Twitter who I think has been following me for a while, but just start, like, referring to me as babe. 
and I hate that. Oof. Like just in real oh, life, God. I hate that, yeah. and I don't even like it from like any random person online either. Yeah, that uh, ugh. Okay. I get shivers when I hear stuff like that. Like just that gross, like ugh, it's gross. That's such a gross attitude just to call someone like babe randomly. And I, I'm not trying to put you know too much of a spotlight on the negative people in, in the fandom, but right. do you think the fandom ha- has changed in a way from what? you've seen over the past seven years like has it gone better has it gone worse is it just kind of the same thing it's always been i think it's gotten better but this is coming Mm -hmm. from someone i joined the fandom on ranger board like actually talking and everything uh in 2010 so i've seen like a whole bunch of arguments on ranger board i've seen different fandom sites arguing with each other on twitter i've seen people just be in regards to what power rangers is supposed to promote some like the most negative people or just have negative interactions with each other but in all in all i feel it's gotten a whole lot better over the years and i don't know if it's because you have a whole bunch of new people in the fandom who are in generations below us and have different ways of looking viewing things but i feel like nowadays there will be of course because it's fandom a few spats here and there you'll figure out people aren't who they portray themselves to be, but mm-hmm. they overall, it's very pleasant. But what I think the most important thing about it is, is that you need to cater fandom to what you want it to be. Like you need to, if someone's bothering you on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, like just block them to give them, to give yourself a better space or to see yeah. what content you want to see. And it's no, no one else's business. What or why you choose not to interact with someone. Oh, that's, uh, I could, not that's the truth. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is really the truth. Um, yeah. And I think as power Rangers gets larger with Hasbro, you know, there's more eyes on this franchise. There's going to be more new people that are interacting with all of our accounts. And my perception has changed, you know, in a way where it's like, look, I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older and maybe a bit more wiser. I don't know. But like my patience for just some of the BS that goes on Twitter, like, you know, rando dudes quote retweeting or trying to dunk or, you know, you block someone cause they've got like really questionable content on their feed. And then, you know, they go off. It's like, I just don't have the patience for that anymore. And the quickest way to end that discussion is to block someone like that's it. Yeah, I agree. But then also, like I was saying, I think it's just because I've had a whole bunch of new followers lately that didn't fully know how long I've been doing something. I feel is why I got frustrated because what the whole thing behind my tweets at the time was that my posting about Josephine returning to the show, I had someone commenting on my Instagram saying, hey, so I did like a five-second Google search, and I found this, and she's sometimes credited as as Joe Davidson. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. I mean, I spent like two hours looking to see if I could find anything else to back it up, but thanks for letting me know you did it so quickly. Or uh, there was another instance where, because I have no idea what, Jamie Linehan, who I've just seen posted, is also working on Donna Fury, looks like. I had someone come into my Instagram messages saying, 
hey, this is who Jamie Linehan is and sent me a link to another actor in New Zealand, which I already knew wasn't the correct person because of how often I look to see if I can find a recent picture of him. And they're like, oh, well, there's this other thing that can corroborate it. It's this person here. And I'm like, it's it's really not like I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just feel I I wish, you know, people would do a little bit more digging and not to take away from from what you do, but maybe they should just trust people that have already done the work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're one of those people who does the work so no one else has to. It's like, look at the track record at that point. It's like, look at the site. And that's another thing. I don't think people like click to websites anymore. When they're on Twitter, like you, you link to to something on, on there and it's like, they come back at you and it's like, yeah, but did you take the time to read the thing that I linked you to that says exactly what you're asking? I don't think they do. I, I don't think they do either, but that's also why I've started putting in the graphics to what I tweet because yeah. I noticed after a certain point, there wasn't a lot of click throughs through my site and people just wanted the information. So I switched it up to, okay, I'll put all the information as quickly as I can in the tweet character limit anyway, uh, in the tweet. And then in the graphic, I'll give a bit more information. But if you want like a full detail rundown on that, just go ahead and link, click on my site. Mm-hmm. I feel like on that note, in the age of social media, as everything gets bigger and more people get connected, it kind of goes off how the fandom has changed as well. It's like there's always someone who, through the power of Google, thinks that they know more than the experts do. Yeah. And that's not just Power Rangers. No, that's... that's (laughs) Yeah, it's like the YouTube tutorial Google age. It's just too many people think think that the internet gives them more expertise than it actually does, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense at all. No, it absolutely does. They think just because they have access to a, a Google account that it's like, or, you know, Google, it's like, well, I've got the world's knowledge at my fingertips without realizing there's a bit more involved like research that you have to do for some of these things. And, you know, that's why I appreciate the the work that Mir does. It's because I know when I go to Mir's site, when I go to the power scoop, it's already researched. All the work is there. I can read about it, go about my day and, you know, be a little better for it. And that's it. <laughs> The whole reason I wanted to do this and, you know, I'm, I'm glad we got some news on, on top of it. Cause at the end of the day, I think we all just like talking about power Rangers and hanging out with our friends and we all miss talking to you, Mir. We, we miss the round tables that, that you've been on, you know, we've missed, uh, having you on the podcast. So I think it was more than overdue to have you on the show and, and, and just hang out really. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm, I miss talking to you guys. I think the only time I ever really talked to Zach and AP was during the roundtable, so it was nice to be able to talk to all you guys at one time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It definitely. Look, you have more than an open invitation to come back whenever. If you ever have a topic that you want to discuss on the show, you know, that invite is open for you to come back 
you know, at any time. And there's a lot of information. And one thing that I appreciate that I, I don't think I've told on, on the podcast was, and, and it still baffles me to this day. Do you remember when you sent me, you're like, oh my God, you got to listen to this podcast. And they talk about the special effects and it's on this special oh, yeah. effects podcast. And then I, I was like, oh my God. And I get to download it. This sounds so cool. And then they got rid of it. It's like that episode never existed. And they even replaced the episode with like a different episode. And you and I were like, what the hell happened here? (laughs) Do you remember that? I do. The funny thing is a lot of the time after I post something, it'll be taken down from whatever I linked to. (laughs) Like, like, okay. Like most recently when I had found the casting that um, James Galen was going to be back in Parangers for Beast Morphers, like maybe a day after I had tweeted about it, that was taken off of his, acting resume oh my god you're influencing the show (laughs) (laughs) no and that's why i when i found out that simon bennett started following the power scoop twitter account i was Mm -hmm. first of all my response was like oh like now they know (laughs) for sure what i'm doing sorry i'm sorry you're gonna have to bleep that no it's fine other than that i'm like that's actually really cool at the same time because i never thought it would be a case where an executive producer of a show i'm talking about would follow it I really like that we have an executive producer again that's actively engaging with the fandom. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. (laughs) And we also get more tidbits about the show as well. I mean, that's not to say that when Chip was on Ranger Board talking about things, we didn't get that. But I feel Mm -hmm. like Simon is a bit more deeper involved into it and not just saying like, you guys are like these episodes, trust me, kind of thing. Yeah. Right, like yeah. a wink, wink, episodes you've never seen before. And it's like, no, nah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I remember that. Like, Mir had found this podcast that talked to visual effects houses from around the world. And they did this interview with the current or current at the time visual effects team. They talked to like three members of the visual effects team about Power Rangers and were like going into the work that they were doing on the show and all that. And this, I think this was like right before Hasbro. Cause this was during like the Ninja steel time. I want to say. Yeah, that was it. And I think Saban just shut it down. Like they got wind of it or something and they're just like, Nope. And they must've gone to this, whoever, you know, had them take it down must've gone to them and been like, you guys cannot release this episode. Cause literally they replaced it with like the same number, same numbered episode, but a completely different topic. And it was only because Mira downloaded and saved it that I was able to listen to it. And I just want to, you know, thank you for keeping my interests in mind when that stuff happens. Cause I love visual effects. Like I love props. I love all of that stuff. And that's why whenever I see something on your site about props or I'm like, Oh my God, like whenever you have found the production design drawings and stuff, Oh my God, that stuff always makes my day because I'm like, Oh, we never get to see this stuff that often. (laughs) And it's, it's just great. Like all the production design images and stuff for beast morphers is really cool too. Yeah, and that's another reason why I am running this site, because despite wanting to, like I said, remind people that there are a lot of people working behind the scenes on the show, 
I know a lot of people like myself are just interested in behind the scenes of film and TV shows in general. And mm-hmm. so I figured if I'm going to spend so much time looking for all this, other people might be interested in it too. So I'll just put it up. It's like an archive in a way, because, you know, like you said, you know, they'll go back and delete the source stuff and they can't delete anything from your site, you know, unless they try to issue some kind of takedown. But that's, you know, that's, it's almost like a history of the production behind the scenes. And I think that's just a valuable fandom resource, not just for fans, but for people who like film and history and the behind the scenes, like it's, it's appreciated. Yeah. Well, Mir, any other uh, thoughts to people uh, listening out there? You now have a captive audience. Where can they find you? Where can they find the power scoop? You can find the power scoop at the power scoop blog dot wordpress.com on Twitter at the power scoop and on Instagram at the power scoop. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, I use uh, Nightmare 10. Although, I mean, I haven't really been saying a lot of stuff on there recently, just occasionally what's on my mind. Um, but usually I'm more active once the TV series is airing. Well, Mir, it's been a blast having you on. This has been a lot of fun. And like I said, don't be a stranger. Oh, I won't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's always watching. I mean, that, that's, open that's why the logo well. is a magnifying glass. <laughs> all right so ranger nation let us know what you think if you have questions you can email us at ranger command power hour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com we're on twitter at ranger command ph on instagram and facebook at ranger command power hour all one word once again check mirror out at the power scoop and we'll have all the links to those accounts in our show notes Thank you so much, Mir. Oh, you're very welcome. I had a good time. Yeah, us too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I never know how to end these. We Thanks for listening. So awkwardly, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I am the king of awkward. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH. Like us on Facebook and Instagram at RangerCommandPowerHour. Ranger Command is also on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to Patreon.com slash RangerCommandPH to learn more. Thanks for listening.